Hey guys, welcome back to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. In our fifth and final episode in the Metabolic Switch series, we're going to talk about actual fasting now, which is where Adam and I started this conversation, him doing a, a one meal a day, you know, OMED type thing. And, and that's what I've historically liked about a one day fast is dinner to dinner so that you still don't go to bed starving. And in my experience, especially, you know, having done that for entire six months, many, many years ago, restarting that just this month, uh, here's what's interesting. My normal dinner time, like I've already eaten three or four times in the day. I go home, I've trained in the afternoon. So I'm just really hungry. I'm ravenous by the time I get home for dinner. After fasting for 24 hours, and we've gone through that metabolic switch process midday and now your body's catching up and you're using ketone bodies all afternoon. I go home on those one day fast for dinner. I'm not hungry. I feel fine. I value food differently. I, I sit down, I eat slower. I enjoy it. I get filled up more quickly and then I'm full the rest of the night. Like I, I don't even need a snack later that carries over to the next day where now I, again, I just don't feel as hungry. The hunger cues have gone down because physiologically, in one fell swoop, I've moved that metabolic switch all the way into you know trace ketosis. And that's not my goal. I'm not doing a ketogenic diet. But now meal to meal, even with carbs included, I'm staying closer to that line, which helps me the rest of the week. So I, I'm doing that personally as just kind of a gut check. I'm not sure I would recommend this as just a normal contest prep, you know, especially when you're ultra, ultra lean. But it sure is a great way to get into that metabolic switch position and, and resensitize yourself behaviorally to food as well as physiologically. Absolutely. One of the reasons I like an OMAD fast, um, as a coach, I just can't tell someone not to eat all day. Uh, but the OMAD has a lot of great benefits. If you have digestive stress, not putting anything through the chute can be really helpful. Um, it also gives the pancreas a little bit of a break. Um, you know, when you look into insulin sensitivity issues, well, what's one of the best ways to lower glucose is calorie restriction. So if you only have one meal um, a day, and I usually will give my clients parameters, and then also have them take like an emergency meal. But Nomad Day might look like, you know, having 50 grams of protein, you know, 100 grams of carbs, let's say someone's eating like 400 grams of carbs a day, and then maybe like 30 grams of fat. And they have that preferably at night. And having that meal at night gives them a good serotonin bump, actually helps them sleep. So I feel a little more comfortable with this as long as they do have like an emergency meal or two, let's say they get to work, you know, I, I really hate for someone not to have anything at work, because if they start getting hungry, um, you know, who knows, they could lose their job if they get hangry at work. So, you know, you want to be prepared for a day that maybe doesn't go as smoothly as other days. So um, I'll have my clients do this to lower glucose and help with digestive health. And um, you typically will digest better after giving your body a little bit of a break too. You know, you mentioned some, some health issues there, and, and this is a really big deal. Aging is all about systemic inflammation and every cell in your body is regenerating itself constantly. And there's a span of time, a red blood cell, for example, can, you know, may, may die and replicate itself in four hours or 24 hours. 
the, the telomeres at the caps of your chromosomes, those are the thickened ends and those get thinner and thinner and thinner every time they replicate. And so because of free radical damage, because of stress, because of, of uh, you know, e even overeating and just having a higher systemic inflammatory response, you are aging faster. Those become gene triggers for disease. Mm -hmm. So classic, classic studies show, you know, the, the more you fast or, or you bring your calories down, the longer you live, the less disease you have. So these are, again, ways of, of improving your health. But for uh, a competitive nature, you know, we're trying to diet to, to really lean body fat levels. I will say that research does not show this to be the best method. Going back to episode three and four with just a, a decent window of fasting and then controlling your meals is better. Uh, it's better for weight loss. When you do a, a, an alternating day fast or a periodic fast, again, it's great for that resensitization. It's great for that, that behavioral gut check. And you could do it for health. There, there are health benefits. But if you're thinking that's kind of the ultimate and you should do it, I would say that's not that, you know, you can back it up a step and you can actually have faster fat loss and, and more lean body mass retention because you're just sticking to what we've covered in episodes three and four, time-restricted eating and, and some kind of intermittent fasting window it doesn't have to be 16 hours, but that's, that's the money shot, you know, in, in those two ranges there. Yeah. And I, I feel good after I fast and now I usually do a 24 to 48 hour, like once a month roughly. And uh, I always find that that grounds me pretty well. Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is glucose disposal. You're, you're keeping your bloodstream cleaner. And, and so far I, I have not trained. I've made these rest days. Uh, I, I want to get to the place where at the end of that fast, when I'm getting closer to ketosis, I at least do a light cardio or something, you know, I probably won't do a full workout, but because your body does become more efficient to using body fat as energy doesn't mean cardio is off the table. I just think it'd be pretty uncomfortable if you start doing that right away. I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot to mention these OMAD days are usually on non-training days. So if anyone was listening and they want to experiment, um, I would not recommend training or doing cardio that day. Awesome. So a little long on this episode, guys, but I hope this is worthwhile. If you want more information on this, in my daily live support chats for the Flexible Dieting Institute, Fridays, I open up to the public and I do a little bit of a research review. The last two we've done, this being March of 2021, uh, I, I did two entire blocks on the research, a meta-analysis on the different forms of fasting. So if you want this in a little bit bigger chunk, a little bit deeper into the science, you can check those out. Uh, go to my uh, Instagram or Facebook at Joe Klimzeski and you can find those uh, or message me. But uh, thanks, Adam. Awesome, awesome series. Appreciate you as always. And we will see you guys next time in Contest Prep University.